to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape in your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Today I want to talk about His presence. So I want to ask you a question. What is the most important thing needed in your life today? And in terms of need, we have various wars. Now, I don't get too sanctimonious about this. Jesus, when you know that you don't mean it, we know you have Jesus. But I'm saying, what's your need? But truly, if your need is sincerely, you came here crying for more of Jesus. That's right. But you didn't come here crying for more of Jesus. Some people, most of us, you came here crying for healing. You came here crying for money. And they are needed. Very, very much so. You came here crying for attention. You came here crying for marriage. You came here crying for children. I want, to be, I want to conceive. You came here crying for my children. I don't make, don't make it in life. Yeah. And rightly so. You're right. If nothing drives you to him, at least let your need drive into his presence. So in the light of this, what's the most important thing that if God does today, your life is made. Oh, God has done, but if what, that part of your life and the temporary work that has been done, if only to manifest now, you wait. We won't need to tell you to dance. You, acrobatic display, we see right here. What's that thing? And the way you know that God really cares is the trend. Every time he lays something on my mind, or most of the times, he lays it on our mind. And you hear the choir, or you hear some of the testimonies. And you're like, okay. You know what that tells me? It is God that does what he wants to do, when he wants to do, how he wants to do it. And he's about to do something for you today. In the name of Jesus. A good place to start. From, the, from Psalm 23. I'm sure you know that's my scripture for the year. I love him. My scripture for last year is... Not was, is. Because every scripture is, is, is. Forget the former things. Do not remember them. I will do a new thing. And I started seeing some new things from last year that, oh my goodness. And if, you, if, if one thinks that God has done a new thing last year, oh, there are many new things that I started last year, they'll get newer this year. I mean, you get into the tick of it this year. Expect some good things this year. In the name of Jesus. So this year, it's Psalm 23, and it's not because it's Psalm 23, the Lord just wants me to call your attention to something there. Five and six, something, three, five and six. Glory be to God in the highest. 
Shall we read together? Read it loud. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Then the next verse, surely goodness and mercy shall follow Taiwan. Shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And when you see the house of the Lord, please don't get deceived. It's not brick and mortar. No. Remember Jacob escaping, and he got to that place, Lord's, and he lay, put me the stone. He was tired for pillow, and he slept. And in the night, he had a vision, and he saw a ladder going from right from his pillow, from his head, right there. And he saw the Lord right at the end of it. And by the time he got, and they had a dialogue. And at the end of it, he said, "Oh, this is the house of the Lord. The Lord is in this place, and I didn't know." And at another time, that he was in trouble, and God, hey, that sent him back there. He said, now I've come back to meet <laughs> the Lord of the house of the Lord. So, um, I won't dwell on that too much. So, when you see David or any of the Old Testament saying, the house of the Lord, he's clearly saying, I want to be at home in your presence. Always been at home in your presence the rest of my life. Everywhere I go, everything I do. And that's why I want to dwell on this for just a few minutes. I think the most important thing that any of us need, albeit we may not even know that we need it like we need it, because when the pressure of life comes, usually, we forget. And that's why I say, even that I will. What we need more than anything is his presence. Glory be to God in the highest. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Number one, this is my promise. So he's going to talk to me. Is your promise too? <laughs> the one you picked when you share with me is my promise too. The Bible is for all of us. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. So what does that presupposes that are enemies? Pastor, don't talk of enemies. Who is dwelling on enemies? I'm not dwelling on enemies. Is that why I should behave as though they don't exist? See, if anybody comes to preach any message to say, devil does not exist. It's a figment of your imagination. They want to kill you. They exist. The devil exists. Hell exists. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, surely they will gather, but not of me. As many as gather against you for your sake, they will fall. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, surely, he said, in this world, there will be persecution. But hey, be of good cheer. How? <laughs> so you find it all through in the Old and the New Testament. So, but that's not the issue. The more the enemies make themselves visible, as far as that way is concerned, the more I see the Lord's table. So the choice is made of mine. He prepares a table before me, so all my life I will expect a table. As a covenant child of God, uh, the world is going to end. Hell, this guy will fall down. I expect a table in the name of Jesus. That's what he says. Uh, we are all afraid. We are shaking. I say, Where is the table, Lord? In the name of Jesus, where is the table? 
Where is the table? There is a table for me in this day. In this matter, there is a table for me. Ah, why? He said so. You didn't say so. The enemies didn't say so. He said so to me. Where is the table? I can choose to. <laughs> what I going to do? <laughs> oh, where is the table? Hallelujah. The choice is yours. A table before me. Where? In the presence. You anoint my head with oil. That anointing can be two or three ways. One way is anointing for empowerment. Oh, so I'm bold in the face of fear. I'm strong in the place of... Yes, anointing of the Holy Ghost. To do what he has come to do. In spite of what? But another way you look at it is this. That is beautifying. So instead of getting me to a place where I'm getting it, I'm coming my border, more beautiful, more confident. Ooh, glory be to God in the highest. This is your year. Oh no, your amen is weak. I said, this is our year. In the name of Jesus, a table before us in the presence of our enemies, our heads are anointed with oil. So what happens? Our cup runs over. So my cup runs over. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. Oh, rent. My cup runs over. School fees. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. You said my cup runs over. My cup runs over. Even my cup runs over. Look at it this way. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil in the presence of my enemies. My cup runs over in the presence of my you fight your war with the words of God or with the word of God Logos any other way it's not up to who likes you or who doesn't like you he who loves you more than any man can love you says I prepare table before in the presence of your enemies so it will be a disaster for anybody to be my enemy. You know why? Any man that blesses you, Tyro, what's their life this year? That's covenant. Anyone that curses you, leave them to me. I will curse them myself. That's covenant. So in the presence of my enemies, a table. How do you think? How do you meditate the word of God? The Bible is just there for his sake. No. Pastor Tyler, so what's the issue with you? God has always used his word to fight for me. I just want to share this with you. Do you see? I see. Do you sometimes get scared? From a distance, I smell it. I say, God, what do you do? When you get closer, he's been dispelled. I'm like, so you are no more than this. A table before me in the presence of my enemies. Anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Somebody's cup will run over this year. In the name of Jesus. Please write it down. I say, somebody's cup is running over this year. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Uh-uh. You can see this play out exactly in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse, I mean, chapter 20. The, 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 the devil came 
they were sealed in. There was a siege against them. They were literally in captivity in their land. And to fight one of those days, they will seal up the gate and surround you. And so what did they do? That was the calamity. Even when calamity comes, we will stand there. And what they do? They stood there and lifted up their eyes. Because that's what, that's our agreement. We will stand here in this temple, in your presence, and you will call, and you will hear. They did exactly. They told themselves, reminded themselves what the agreement was, and they did exactly that. And God did his bit. And now, so how does it translate? You want to hear me? The enemies came like that. God, did God prepare a table before them? Come on, talk to me. Oh, the enemies went to bring their best. They carried their treasury to fight them. Those who didn't have went back home to carry the rest and strap it on themselves. They carried all their purses and their ATM cards and all their jewelries and anything of value. They went to put on them. I don't know what they were thinking. And right in the thick of the battle, when they got there to fight, there was a table. Remember when Samaria was sitting and there was no food and people were dying. And three lepers said, Look, we are rejected at home and we are afraid of the war. We will die here. I think let's go. See, that one we know if we go back, they will stone us to death. This one, what if these people just spit us? It's food we are looking for. Leper. They cannot even walk like you. Even when you will see them to you escape, you run and say, Excuse me. God used the steps of three lepers. Guess what? The people of Israel that were sealed in the following day. Food was so cheap that even the poorest can afford to buy and give out. Table before me in the presence of my enemies. And all of a sudden they became heroes. And met my head with oil in the presence of my enemies. My coverings over. In my second verse. So everybody shall surely. When you are settled that one. Now remember you are in trouble. So I can get the import of what she was saying. This is trouble. Is it that you cave in and let it swallow you? Or you, hey! This is what God has said. That's what I say. It's amazing that the strongest of people just sometimes just crumble in the face of trouble. Having said to the fact that you prepare a table before in the presence of my enemy, you are not my head. In the presence of my enemies, my corporal over in the presence of my enemies, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. No, what led to that was that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of I will fear no. Why? You are with me, your presence, that is. So surely, goodness and mercy shall follow all the days of my life, and I will dwell where? In the house, in the presence of God. I'm in your presence. That's why there's a table. I'm in your presence. Because you are the one in the table. You are the one anointing me. You are the one who comes to my cup to overflow. So, and I know that this will be forever because it's a covenant matter. And I will dwell in your presence forever. Now, this is 
You see that house, present, circulate? But can I deal with goodness and mercy for just a few minutes? A lot of people pick promises, and that's the last time they see it. Until the end of the year. And then you'll be saying things are not working. You'll be saying that God is, God is there! Surely. Everybody say, surely! surely! Let me show you something about goodness. Yeah, I'll show you about goodness. You see, in the book of Exodus chapter 33, just to whet your appetite and get you go and do your own studies more. You see, if there's no point if all you come for or you go for when you go to church, your churches, or your frontliner, you come here, if all you go for is just just share the pastor's talk and then just pray for us and declare for us, which is good, but you see, you will remain like that forever. But that's not what God intended. He expects that the more you sit down in churches and under pastors and apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists, the more you become like Jesus. Praise God. Got a baby boy three years ago. You want the baby boy to remain baby forever? One time comes that you expect him to start doing things for himself. The bulk of of Christianity of our generation, they don't want to do anything for themselves. And yet this mystic gifts is to edify is to build, is to equip the body who themselves will do the work of the ministry. True. So if you sit down with that pastor that was teaching, pastor not teaching, or teaching sir, for one year, and you, all you just want is, pastor, pray for me. All you just want is, uh, just anoint me. No, I believe in the anointing. So you don't miss the anointing. Come for the anointing. But you should be able to stand up Use the word to work for you. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow Tyro. All the days of Tyro's life. I would rather say that 10 times, 20 times, 100 times, 1,000 times in a day than saying what uh, Pastor Bishop did wrong to me. No, you don't do anything wrong. Don't be afraid. Pastor Bishop, hey. Ah, you, you are wasting your time. Say what God is doing so that you and Pastor Bishop will be saved. You are Pastor Bishop, you are Pastor you are Pastor Bishop, you will rise up and become more perfect. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, look at it here, look at it here. Uh, then the Lord said to Moses, depart and go, 33, Exodus 33, 1. Go up from here, you and the people, yeah, yes, to the land which I swore to Abraham and to Jacob, and I will send my angels, uh, my angel. God even said, I will send my angel before you. And uh, I, God will do it. I will drive out uh, the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and all the ites in your life this year. You will not see them again. In the name of Jesus. They will be buried behind you in Jesus' name. (laughs) Woohoo! And the Jebusites. uh, Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. And I will not go up. <laughs> For I will not go up in your midst, lest I consume you. He says, I will send my angel, and through my angel, I will do this, I will do this, I will do this. I say, so you go and take it, okay? But I won't come in your midst. Uh-huh. And when the people, I uh, said, for you, stiff naked people, uh-huh. for, and when the people heard this bad news, the mourned, and no one put 
on his ornament. Praise the Lord. Verse 12. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you said to me, bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. He said, I will send my angel. No, that's not enough. I want you. Yet you have said, I know you by name. Moses was not making a case. You are telling me, God, you know me by name? Yes. Uh-uh. And you have also, that I've also found grace with you. Is this not meditation? This is the meditation. He was not talking to a man. Was he emptying his heart? Or emptying his mind so that everything will be empty? And the spiritual guide will appear and lead you. <laughs> Which guide? The Holy Ghost is your guide. Yeah. You say to me, bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. And then, of course, and he said, God said, verse 14, shall we read together? My what? My what? My what? We go with you and walk with that man. I will give you somebody you've entered your rest in the name of Jesus. But you can see what makes the difference. Invest more of your time and resources and energy on his presence than anything in your life this year. I'm telling you, don't waste your time. My presence will go, and I will give you rest. Woohoo! Then Moses said, If your presence does not come with us, oh, you know, you know. Uh, okay. Then 18, then he said, After he has found that and he was not feeling cool, <laughs> he said, Show me your glory. Woo! Without his presence, you can't see his glory. You will see his glory. Manifesting your situation in your life this year in the name of Jesus. Even in the area of your toughest battle, you will see God's glory. In the name of Jesus. Just show me your glory. Ah, then God said, I will make, come on, read together with me. I will make what? All of what? I can hear you. I can hear you. All of my goodness pass. And I will proclaim the name. But what I just want to bring out is that this same goodness, this word goodness here, is exactly the same thing when David said, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. So, so that we're saying, God's glory is following me all the days of my life. All of my goodness. At I was disposal. That's covenant. At your disposal is all of God's goodness. If you don't know, you can't benefit from it. With every spiritual blessing in every place, you are blessed. Not that you'll be blessed. You are blessed. But you see, the jaws shall live by faith. This year is different for you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> so we shall glory. So David was saying, Your glory 
your glory and your mercy. What mercy? Loving kindness, covenant love, unfailing covenant love. So all your glory and your unfailing covenant love. <laughs> they are the two angels that follow Tyro. And that's why anywhere you go, they will see the beauty of the Lord. Wow. In terms of God's glory. And you know what I've realized? The more you think it and talk it, the more it manifests. Don't waste your time and energy on what people have done wrong or what people are doing wrong or what the devil is doing wrong. We'll put more time on what God has said. I have more to say. But um, me, I'm waging the good warfare by the grace of God with the prophecies that has gone over my life. The same is expected of you. He says, I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I David said, all of my goodness is nothing without you. You are the reason I'm this beautiful. You are the reason I'm this strong. You are the reason I'm this bold. Any good thing anyone sees in me, you know that you are the one. Psalm 16. No wonder. Moses said, if you don't come with me, no matter how good, I'm not going. What do you want the rest of the nations to say? David said, But you are my shield, my glory, all of my goodness, and the lifter of my shalom. Jesus said, Without me, you can do nothing. So, what's your most important quest for 2019? Benny he sings a song all the time. He says, You are all I need. You are all I need. Jesus, you are all I need. You are all I need. You are all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. This year, God is doing a new thing in your life, in your situation, in your marriage, in your health, in your finances. In your marriage, 
um, in your home in the lives of your children in your ministry a new thing a new thing he says seek you first all these things oh no we bring wealth oh no we bring wealth not just wealth wealth and health and favor I see somebody what you are looking for is not what you need God is giving you today what you need in the name of Jesus why do you not lift up your hands and begin to thank God for it? Thank God for it. Thank God. Thank God the Lord that brought you here. You are looking for something. You are getting more. More. Because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can never think or ask. We give him praise. We give him praise. Woo! Jesus. You are special. He loves you. He has given the, his best for you and to you. And he will do everything for you to realize it. And that's why I'm talking to you. I'm talking today. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm talking this way. You could have been any other person. He just wants you to know he loves you. He says, tell them, even if they don't believe it, just tell them, even if they don't receive you, just tell them for me, just tell them for me, tell them that I love them. And I've come to let them know. He loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. You are not abandoned. You are not rejected. He loves you more than you can think or dream. All he wants us to do is to let you know. And I'm certain this year in the name of Jesus, you see this manifestation in your lives. In your situations. A new thing. And they've come to let them know. So what am I to tell them? Tell them that I love them. Tell them that I, that that's why I came to let them know. So how do I define ministry? That they may know that Jesus loves them. And that was why he came. And he has not withdrawn, as it were. The gift is there. It's yours. He loves you. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Thank you for your presence. Your healing presence. Your supplying presence, your lifting presence, your building presence, 
your encouraging presence, your delivering presence. We worship you. We adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.